Welcome to the Recruiting.Technology Podcast, the best in HR automation, productivity, data, and more anywhere on these fine interwebs. Here are our hosts, Jason Roberts and Andrew Godomsky. Hi, this is Andrew Godomsky, and that is... Jason Roberts. And this is Recruiting.Technology, the best in bots, automation, algorithms, and all things data, anywhere on the internet and Facebook, some of the time. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. That's my line. That's your line. That's my line. It's good. (laughs) And we are here... uh, Recording live. I'm not sure if that's like you're supposed to say live when you're recording, <laughs> but uh, we are recording at Alio's booth at uh, at HR Tech. We are in the Sands Expo, uh, Expo Hall, and uh, man, they're right up front. It's a it's a pretty cool spot. Um, uh, it, it's something to behold over here, um, and we have a super special guest. We have the great Doug Berg here. There we go. Uh, from Zap Info, and uh, Doug has also uh, run other companies that you've heard of. Probably the one I know most is Jobs to Web. Yep. And ultimately, you sold that. Yes, to Success Factors and SAP. Okay. So you've uh, they they now have that. Yes. And yep. you decided I'm going to go Zap stuff. Yep. So you're zapping. We're zapping. All right. What is what is zapping? What does that do? So Zap Info is a, is a data productivity and, and kind of data portability tool. Because as you guys know, there's 80 platforms recruiters got to work with every day, right? The yeah. talent CRM, the career site, but they're also off in on, off road. I call it. They're on right. LinkedIn. They're on Google. They're on Indeed. They're on ZipRecruiter. And there is no integration between all of that activity. So it's a very manual, time-sucking, we call it time-zapping yeah. <laughs> part of the recruiter's day life. It's the busy zone. Repackaging profiles, introducing it, doing data entry. So Zap Info automates all that stuff. So Alio can do the conversational stuff. We do the, the laborious day-to-day, help me find people faster, extract their profile, find their email address, do a personal outreach to them, no matter where they're at. So it really brings that kind of portable productivity tool into the browser that makes every application easier to use and fun to use, actually. So. Nice. So you're you're trying to be the uh, the middleware between That's all right. these different things and making it where you're not having to do duplicate data entry everywhere, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. Right. You basically, you know, and so you know, you guys did a nice job creating the verb zap. Yes. So we're going to zap this. That's right. right. Yep. And, and so I guess you know, for our listeners, the concept is the recruiter or the user can be on the site. They're using an, uh, usually a Chrome extension, right? That's it. And, yep. and then what they're what they're doing is the data that's now been visualized by that person, you know, usually if you're on a page, there's information about a prospect on that page, which is now augmented by the rest of Zap. That's right. right. And so that would be coming from a lot of different places. And then the recruiter says, I want that person to go into my CRM. They hit a button, and a lot of that, that data can be transferred. Is that fair? All of it can be. Okay. Yeah. So one, one mouse, one click recruiting, right? right? So Amazon made a ton of money making shopping one click easy. They're yep. trying to make recruiting one click easy. Nice. So whether whether I'm I see a you know Facebook for example is getting in the recruiting game pretty nicely. You can post a job for free, and one of our clients said, 
oh great, I just had 80 people in 24 hours apply to my job on Facebook. Oh shit, 80 people just applied to my job on Facebook. And their, their professional profiles are not complete on Facebook, but you can zap all 80 people, one mouse click, brings them all into your zap board, we call it. It's like an operating system clipboard, but very intelligent. You guys remember the old HR XML promise where everything yeah, yeah. was gonna oh, be? Oh yeah, it was supposed to be. We think we've actually done it, right? Nice. It's part of the browser. But we'll also go find if any person has a LinkedIn profile, pull that in automatically. They're missing an email or a phone number, where they live. All of that stuff is being enriched as a part of the zap of the data so that we can get a really pure and full data package that we ultimately put into the system so that the data is actually usable. Because today, as you guys know, recruiters hate using most of their platforms. They dislike it, so they'll only put in the business card of the candidate. They won't put in the skills and the experience and the education and survey. We make sure that all of that data is getting into the system, so systems are actually searchable and usable as a part of the day life of the recruiter. Right. That's huge. It's great. Yeah. And all the source coding is there as well, right? So as people are spending millions of dollars on LinkedIn and Hire Tool and Seek Out and all these tools, recruiters aren't always very good at saying exactly where they found people from. But when right. you're using Zap Info, we basically tag all of that as it goes into the system. Well, what 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 that's also doing is it's helping it's helping build the attribution data store. That's exactly right. Right. And so you know one of the things I like about about not just your product, but what we're, but, but this idea is everything that we're talking about right now is about outbound recruitment. Yes. Right. So when you want to track attribution, where people came from, there's like these three large buckets. So there's the there's the people who are familiar with us one way or the other. They're internal to us. They're contractors. They know us. They've already applied. Things like that. They, we have a relationship with them. And then there's the people we'd specifically reach out to, and we know who they are and where they're at. Yep. And that's where like a, a, a tool like Zap makes a lot of sense because we can track the, the genesis of of that outbound work. The inbound's the hardest, right? Where it says, "Well, I don't know if they actually saw the email that I sent, or you know, was it the email and the job posting and everything else." But what, 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 what's really interesting is I know where the familiar people come from. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. And now I know with Outbound and Zap, I know whether or not my sourcers had a part of creating that messaging. That's and right. so what's interesting is that when I only have three parts and I have the data for two, I automatically have the data for the third. Yeah. So employment branding, you know, they're always out there talking about how mysterious they are. I'm like, I know exactly how much you're doing. Yeah. Because I know what the sourcers did and I know what the internals came from. So I know what the rest of the candidates, either came from you or they didn't. That's right. You know, so it's yep. fascinating to see your, 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 uh, your evolution of the product. I know, um, our buddy Jeremy, Jer Langens. Yeah. Oh, he's, 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 yeah, he's Zapper. He's, he's, a, he's one of the King Zappers. Yeah. King Zapper. The King Zappers. He's one of the King Zappers. Nice. Is that, is that like a term? King Zapper? I'll have to make a t shirt for it. Yeah. it's. Uh, I'm sure everybody's going to want that. That's right. But you know what's neat is um, as recruiting gets more social, not everybody knows how to search Facebook or how to search GitHub or how to search Stack Overflow. Yeah. So, Zap Info has tried to become a workflow tool, not just because there's 8,000 tools a recruiter can have in their bag, right. but no one's kind of compiled, compiled all of them into one really easy workflow tool. 
So whether, again, you're just pulling profiles or if you're doing social outreach, because if I want to go do standard messaging to my friends on LinkedIn, there's no automated way to do that unless no. you're using ZapInfo. Right. So we have portable, personalized outreach tools that you can pick all your friends that maybe you're recruiting a sales guy, give me all my sales buddies, and send them a personal standard message. And it will automate the process of going to their profiles, building the message, hey, Jim, you're a sales guy, are you open to a gig? Click here, bring them back. And so we automate all of that, but we also log all of it. So we not only make it easier to send the stuff, but we black box it and bring that interaction back to the platform so nice. that all of that interaction is also logged. Because today, almost all social recruiting lives on the social sites and right. never gets logged back into the original system. Right. So we're in an omni-channel recruiting environment now, if you will. Yeah. And you right. have to be able to automate that, make it easy for the recruiters so it doesn't take all day, but they also need to get credit for it so that they can you know, be on bragging rights, be able to say, hey, not only did I reach these people on Twitter or on Facebook, but it was this recruiter who did it with this message that did it, because all of those things factor into the new equation of how hard tracking is in the recruiting world. And so I imagine that the that, that an integration with Alio allows SMS technology and automation to occur around some of this outreach. Absolutely. Right. And to me, I, I'm less... The channels are one thing in terms of SMS versus social messaging versus email or chat. The channel's one thing. The conversation is everything, right? So uh, one of my favorite screenshots I have in my PowerPoint deck is on my screen one day, this guy posted a message that says, does anyone have a direct connection to Jeff Weiner, the CEO <laughs> of LinkedIn? And below it is a message from Jeff Weiner saying, I do. <laughs> I took a screenshot of it because it, it points out that we live in a, in a time where everybody's got access to the same people. Right. Yeah. How are you going to engage them? What conversation and experience are you going to provide for them? Whether it's through text or through chat or whatever, that's going to be where the money is relative to moving people through the process. That's right. So that's why we love Alio because when we give someone Zap the tool, they can go Zap 100 people or 1,000 people. They feel great, but now it's going to take them a year to get through all the conversations with those people to qualify them, see what their interests are, get them in front of the managers. But with Alio, one recruiter can be a thousand recruiters because you can do a thousand simultaneous conversations, right. full cycle conversations, which makes both the identification of new talent, the processing of talent, totally automated. I, I've been saying for for a while now is how, how recruiting is is on a similar path to how air traffic control evolved. Yeah, that's good. Right? That's a great yeah. You know, and we went from literally a plane would have to check in every time it moved through a stage yeah. and from one airspace to another, you would have to like say, like, hi Columbus airspace, this is yeah, American yeah, yeah. 709, right. here's our heading, Yeah. don't have anybody hit us. Yeah, what's your victor vector, <laughs> right? Yeah. What's your vector vector, right? Nice. But, but now it's all radar and yes. they don't even, and actually they don't even see the planes, all they see are the proximity alerts. Yeah, that's right. 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 But see, when, when is there a yeah, problem? Yeah. And is there collision detection happening yeah, or any exactly. of that kind of stuff? So yeah. It is it is fascinating to see how a recruiter, you know, can literally have tens of thousands of conversations going on at once for their group of requisitions. Exactly, yeah. And, and by the way, they're silent. Right? They're, In most they're, cases, yeah. yeah. 
And, it, and they would say because they're too busy. And the busyness is what needs to get removed. And so where there might be fear in the market around automation removing the job of the recruiter, it's actually going to put them into the part of the business that they love doing the most, the relating and the result-getting activity. It helps solve a big problem, right? The, the black hole problem is a, it's a problem of bandwidth. We, we don't have a problem getting back with candidates because we don't want to or we don't right. like them or we want to be rude. It's because the, it's way easier for candidates to click a button with one click apply and send us a resume than it is for us to read through that and communicate with that person. Yes. So people fall into this black hole because there's hundreds of people one click applying and and there's not there's one little recruiter that's stuck. Yes. So if, if you have a, a machine that can that is just as efficient as the, the people or more so even really, yes. then you can uh, you can do a lot. I like that. What a great integration the two systems have because you know let's just say you have a um, we're working with a company and they're hiring a product manager. I was having this dialogue with the CHRO, and they said, we're not quite sure how to, you know, this is a critical part of our business. We're growing, we're doing all this military work. And I said, all right. And I said, let's have the dialogue. I can't believe I'm having this dialogue with a CHRO about how important this project management job is, but all right, must be pretty important. And they said, they said we don't know whether or not people will take the job based on the way we're gonna pay for it, the structure of the pay. Because in that market, it's become so volatile on base and bonus and equity around product management, you know, for, for, for intelligence work. I'm like, okay, what if you had Alio and Zap and you're working where you say, I'm going to go out to LinkedIn a bunch of places, and I'm not going to find where these people live. And I'm going to use Alio to ask them, how would you like to be paid? Right? It's interesting. And, and yeah. you say, look, before we even get into this, I just want to do intelligence work. Yeah. And then, okay, and you have a nice talent pipeline of 10,000 people that you, you, know, you say, Alio, go into the CRM and ask these 10,000 product managers Great idea. How, how they're getting paid and if they would take a job that would pay this. And we get 2,000 responses in two days. And you go to the manager and say, you see? Yeah. You're 135. Stinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so before I go and ask them, will they take the job? Yeah. The short answer is, they might want to work here, but they just don't want to work for that money. Yep. That, that's a problem. It, it, right. And so I think that we're starting to, I think what, what a lot of this automation is starting to do is allow us to ask very sharp questions. Yes. Right? And, and, and do things that we couldn't have, we didn't have the luxury to do before. Yeah. Well, and, and if, I, if I understand Alio, right, which I, I'm an investor and advisor, full disclosure in the company. All right. So you understand Alio. <laughs> and I've had a chance to meet with the guys, but the ability to mon monitor those conversations over time is really important because you can typically mine that data over time, right? So over six months, if I'm not filling certain jobs, you can go back and look at the conversations where candidates opted out and see why they opted out right. and bring that data to the hiring manager and say, look, if you would just change this one requirement, you would have filled the job and had 50 other candidates. And by the way, if the manager decides to change that requirement, Alio's smart enough because they still have the ability to reach back right. and remine all 50 people and pull them forward. As so it's I, very powerful. It's exactly what this company did, actually, after we got, so we didn't use the automation, but we, we went out and we asked 100 product managers the question mainly. 
Yeah. And we said, all right, okay. we're hunting. And they answered? And we got like 86% response rate. Wow. That's yeah, tremendous. Well, yeah, because right? in dialogue. And, yeah. and then we said, okay. Then we reached back out to the same group and we said, we heard you, we listened. We've now changed the salary to Based this, on you. Based yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And we're adding three days at home a week. Yes. And we got candidates like yeah. that. Nice. But, right? but that's in true candidate-driven recruiting versus right. requisition-driven recruiting. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that we're, we are on that cusp where because of automation, because of uh, confederated or, or aggregated data from multiple platforms, you can now do that type of work Yes. and, and solve a problem just differently. I think we, yeah. that's all we're doing is we're yeah. solving problems differently. Well, and I know that there's recruiters in the marketplace that are old school recruiters that say no one can have a conversation like me. Yeah. But the reality is the consumer market always is in front of what's happening largely in the recruiting world. And I just saw a study that said almost 80% of consumers want to solve or accomplish things utilizing automation as opposed to waiting to talk to like a customer service person or a real human being. And I think it's because that automation in the real world is getting so good, it's actually becoming an expectation within the recruiting world as well. Yeah. So as consumers become candidates, they really expect the same experience they're getting in there. Well, that brings me to my big problem that I, in the consumerization of the world, the, the idea that uh, candidates can't ever see their status yeah, right, on a yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if I can see the, where a package is at any point in the, in the life cycle, where, where my Uber is, I'm watching him, where my pizza is, the pizza tracker, if I can see all those things, how in the world can I not see what's happening with my job application? Exactly. It is the craziest thing in the world. That's right. I was, I was just having that dialogue with a transportation company that will remain name, nameless, but like, why aren't they taking their app and putting it on, you know, as an overlay to all employment? Yeah, right. Right? And just say, this is where you are in the space. This is where the manager is. Yeah, you know, I, you I've always said that. Yeah. Because, you know, what's interesting, and this has been a criticism of mine towards the applicant tracking system, it's why I built Jobs to Web, because not only was the candidate experience shitty, but the data is sitting in all these platforms. Yeah. If somebody, if there's already a job offer out on a job, why wouldn't you say on the job page of the career site, there's an offer extended on this job? Don't apply to this one. Apply right. to the other one. That's right. That would be an amazing, great use of the very data that's on the inside of the uh, application to the outside. Or you know, you know, we we set up alerts for our customers around candidate and interview activity on a rack. And what happens is, is when you hit certain thresholds, an alert message goes out to the recruiter that says, take the rec off of publications. Yeah, that's right. It's like yeah. you have yeah. five interviews set up, you had 130 applicants, yeah. take it off yeah. the website. Because what we're seeing is, hey, you're still getting candidates. Yeah. And what we're doing is you're just saying no to the candidates. Yeah. Or you're well, not getting back to them even worse. And the candidates always perceive it because we've employment and recruiting has been so punitive for so long. You're not a fit for this rec. I'm going to disqualify you. You know, there's all of these things that the companies have done for so long. And when you turn a rec off, candidate 99, I call it, might have been the most perfect candidate. But if we've already got an offer out to candidate number 10, why even talk to 99? Yeah. Yet they'll get a rejection letter, right? So 
but that rejection comes across as you weren't selected, good luck. Right. Not, please, please, here's a plate of cookies, come back, apply for the next one. We want right. to keep you in our orbit. There's never anything like yeah, you've that. You've got to change, you know, we've got such an opportunity with all these tools and all this data to change the capitalization rate of, of, of recruiting. Yes. You know, right now you, you get 100 applicants, one person gets hired, you get three or four people who, who got invited to the dance. That's right, yeah. You know, you know, didn't get, you know, didn't get the follow-up. Yes. Right? And it's like, why aren't we just reducing that? You know? Or recycling it. Or recycling yeah. it. Yeah. Well, well hopefully the matching apps are helping to recycle better, right? Absolutely. So I, I, I look at, uh, like, the CRMs, and they were supposed to help with this a little bit, but people can't people don't search their ATSs they don't search their CRMs okay let's have a machine do the searching for yeah. us the machines do a pretty good job when yeah. I've installed a solid matching app it's done what it's supposed to do yeah. and the, the recruiters if they get if they candidates are hand delivered to them they're like oh it's pretty good yeah I'm gonna yeah. use that one yeah I like that so yep. I've got a question for you okay we saw each other last week yep and uh, we were having this conversation, and in the middle, we, we had a bunch of people out, and uh, we were like, we were talking about sports. You're like, I don't have time for sports. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a tech entrepreneur. And then uh, we were talking about movies. Oh, I haven't seen the movie because yeah, I don't have time for that. I'm a tech entrepreneur. And then at some point, I was like, dude, you don't have to be a tech entrepreneur. You've had several successful exits. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And you said, you said what? What did you say? I just said, and I get that a lot. A lot of yeah. people are like, why are you still around? Like, you punched your ticket, you're done. And I'm like, my best response I've come up with is, if a great actor won an Emmy Award or a Golden Globe for an amazing picture, Hollywood wouldn't say, okay, you're done acting, right? right. No, they would say, what's your next gig? Yeah. And, and, and yet, in the entrepreneur world, for some reason, I think when people think you've done well, yeah. that you don't want to keep creating, and you don't want to keep innovating, and you don't want to keep building teams, and doing the kinds of things that really make this fun. I mean, this is my music, right? So, I want to keep on doing stuff. Yeah. I, I agree. And you said the other thing that you said was super interesting to me is, you know, you've had you've had your exits, you've done you've done your thing. You don't need to do anything else. But you're on Zap. You've got a team like 15 people right yep, now. About 15. Yeah, and you said uh, you've got this great team. I want a solid exit for those guys. Yeah, it's their turn. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, I love that. It's not that I won't do well. But in all of my startups, I think one of the things that I've always done is I've tried to say, this is not my startup. This yeah. is our startup. Right. And everybody gets some options, and everybody gets to participate. And, and I think engendering that spirit of, hey, this is my startup. Like, yeah. I get to do this is something I think a lot of our employees that I've worked with anyhow would say they felt. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's a, that's a, that's a good place. That's a good ender, right? That's a good ender. I'm not gonna, I don't know how we're going to beat that. <laughs> I don't think, so. I don't think the, we can. Thanks for success, having me, guys. This is great. You and your team uh, on Zap. I'm a fan. You know, Jason, I think we're all fans of, that, <laughs> of a tool, and uh, we're eager to find out more about how you and Alia are going to do some good stuff together. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. So good to see you, man. So we're going to sign off. On behalf of uh, Doug Berg, uh, this is Andrew Godomsky and Jason Roberts. And this has been Recruiting.Technology. Thanks so much. Adios. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook or reach out to us directly through our website at www.recruiting.technology.